What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to uh, Tuck Rule Takes. They are us. We are them. Um, Mike Sullivan here with my Patriots partner, as always, Liam McDade. Liam, what's up? How's it going? Oh, so much better now that I'm home to a warm house. I was just in my work where we have no power. There's been a sweeping storm that's gone through and basically fucked everything up on the South Shore of Massachusetts. My house was spared for most of the problems. We did lose power yesterday, which was a slight issue that me and Mike had to hurdle over. But yeah, now I am sitting in my warm, humble abode, living. There we go. There we go. That is one thing as well. I do want to address it. Uh, let me just get right in, right out in front of this. I know this episode is late. Liam knows this episode is late. We get it. But sometimes life comes at you fast. Um, won't happen that much. Don't worry. We'll still be getting it out earlier earlier in the week. But I think this this episode is not too bad because I think more so than a, uh, a review of the game, this is going to be more of a preview of the next game um, because let's just get right into it. Patriots demolished the Jets fucked um, up. straight up demolished them. Oh. We said that the game was going to be a blowout. I don't think that anybody thought that Here's it was going to be 54 to 13, <sighs> 54 to 13. Liam is still Lucky. drinking. Not so much. He's still partying. Oh, um, yeah. 54, 13. Great game. Um, you know, Pat's got out to a hot start, 14 points in the first quarter. Um, after that's been kind of a big thing for them. They haven't been able to score that much in the, um, in the in the first quarter i understand that it was against the jets but that this this was the game that was needed i think i think you need to you need to demolish the teams you're supposed to you need to you need to show the jets that they're always going to be the little brothers of the division um you know no matter who they get to coach them no matter what quarterback they have whether it's mike white uh does not matter zach wilson um, 54, 13 is amazing. Mac Jones, 24 of 36, 307 yards, two touchdowns. Liam, Liam, before we go any further, I need to ask the question. How do you feel about Mac Jones? Are you, was this your virtuoso type performance that you've been longing for? You've been, you've been yearning for, I need to ask you, Liam, what did you think of Mac Jones? what's there to say i mean 24 of 36 307 two tubs absolutely crushing it and really didn't make many miscues with his reads or anything like that no passes that really made me cringe or scared me no this isn't this is not the virtuoso performance that i can expect from mac jones it's not it's not, and this game just proves that he can get there. He's he on can. the cusp. He's the bill collector. He's knocking on the door right now. We just haven't answered the door, and he hasn't collected the bill yet. He's right there. The mm-hmm. foot is in the door, but he's not. Two touchdowns is great. I wanted a virtuoso performance for me is three, minimum. Oh. Four, four is virtuoso, but the 300 yards got me there. If he has 300, 400 yards, that's also a virtuoso performance for me. I just wanted yep. one clean sweep. I want 300. I want three tubs. I want okay. 400. I want four tubs. I want a virtuoso performance. But this, I know, I know. It sounds like I'm moving I'm the goalposts. I know I am. I am because <laughs> I'm a shithead. But I'm making a point here where I think he's giving, he's teasing us. He's given us a little bit, but not giving us the whole thing. And this I showed he really, really can do it i think it's almost a guarantee that it's going to happen he is going yeah. to have that performance and i am much higher than on him than i have been in weeks past 
I want to feel it. I can tell. I can really feel it. I'm amped. I I want to call it it a virtuoso performance, but I just know in my heart of hearts, I would be doing an injustice because when he does have that virtuoso performance, then I will have undersold it by flipping out at a 302 tub game when eventually he's going to have a 350, 400 yard game and three or four, maybe five, maybe seven. Holy shit. Holy shit. See, I think I've, I've come around on, on, on what you're saying about him. I think, I think it's actually almost a vote of confidence that, that you don't see this as that. Cause you know what? You see it, you see what yes. everybody, you know, know it's he right can do there. More. You know, it's, down, it's do at more. the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I mean, and, and this is against the jets too. I hear people saying that. Um, and which well, is a valid argument. I get it. It, it is to, to but anytime to you extent. put up 50 points, that's still one of those things oh, where it's like, Hey, you know, 100%. they were supposed to beat them, but they molly them. They yes. eviscerated them. You know yes. what I mean? So, um, yeah, you know, Mac Jones, I, that was the one question I wanted to ask you. Cause I didn't, I, yes. it took, I, it took I knew it was coming. I, had. I knew it was coming. everything I, I had not to ask you earlier in the week. I, I've been waiting all week. I'm like, I know he's going to grill me. I know he thinks this <laughs> he's is virtuoso. I know he wants that virtuoso for me, but I just couldn't do it because this was more or less a team win. He played fantastic, but the team overall True. crushed it. It True. JJ Taylor on nine carries gets two tubs. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh my God! Brandon Bolden was able to score on a Brandon Bolden. All of a sudden, is James White two point oh? Ridiculous! It's so or like one point five because no one's ever going to be. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, let's not get crazy. But it's such classic Patriots where it's like next man up, and Brandon Bolden like sweet feet's out for the year. So Brandon Bolden comes in. He's like, all right, like I'll catch six passes a game. He had six for seventy nine in a tub. He's like, yeah, whatever. That's he's insane. like, if, if that's what, because he's a power back in my mind. And yeah. Bill's like, I'm going to need you to catch sick passes today. He's like, all right, whatever. Like, all right, let's do it. Sign yeah, me up. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I think to, to kind of not back, cause I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna necessarily back your, your back Jones opinion. I, I know. I know. We're I not think completely that on the same he, page here. since it was three Oh seven, I feel like if this was a, a lot of yards, if this was a three fifty game, yes. Three fifty would even, have me more convinced. Even if it was 350 with two touchdowns, I think that still would have, I, I think that would be more. Cause even when this happened, I knew I was going to ask you, but in the back of my head, I was like, I can understand if this isn't the stereotypical virtuoso game you were talking about. I think if he put 350 plus two touchdowns, maybe if he threw another one in there, that's hands yeah. down. No matter one more touchdown against. or another hundred yards, then yeah. you have, then it'd be hard pressed for me not to say it. Yeah. 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 No, I, I get that. Um, you know, speaking of the 54 points, uh, we're going to talk a very, very little bit about the game. I know you got some things. I just want to touch on something. What do you think of the Jets players bitching about uh, patch running up the score? It's a division game. You play to win. There are a lot of situations where I don't like sports stuff, sportsmanship stuff like that. Like I was watching the Lakers thunder game last night, completely different sport. I get it. Mm-hmm. But the thunder were up like, 14 with a couple seconds left and they run down and dunk the ball when no one else is playing. And that's a sign of disrespect. Like the Lakers had stopped playing. You're clearly going to win the game. Just give up yeah. and wait out the last 12 seconds. And this, that, yeah. yes. And I think that's disrespectful in this hell in the third quarter. If you're down four touchdowns and they still have another quarter to play, you can risk getting your players hurt by not trying to score. If they aren't trying their hardest and the other team is, then that's I don't like that either. That can lead to injury. That can lead yep. to some bad things. So yep. I think said that you, before. Yep. Yeah. You keep your pedal, your foot on the pedal and grind through. I think Bill kind of established that in 2008 when they just kind of blew through every team. Killed Tom everyone. Brady was out there every game, all four quarters. 
Brian Hoyer was not Matt Castle, not sniffing the field. Tom Brady was playing all four quarters. I believe that in this too. Bill plays a full four quarters regardless. It's your job to stop them. So fucking stop them. If you have a problem with them dropping 54 points, do something about it. So that's the thing. I mean, you said stop them. I just had to double check because I wanted to make sure that I had it right. The Jets stopped the, they forced the Patriots to punt one time. <laughs> Honestly, stop it's them one so time for me. That's yeah. it. If you don't uh, want the team scoring 54 points, stop them. At yes. least you stop them once. Stop them like a handful of times, maybe. Like, yeah. I, I mean, come on. Like, what are we doing? Don't sit there and complain about it. At the end of the day, like, I, I get the whole like, oh, you know, I mean, I feel some sort of way about it. But, you know, like I said, stop them. That's all it comes down to. You know, I, I understand if it was like they're up 10 points with two minutes to go and then like they throw a pick and then the Patriots like pass the whole way down the field and get another yeah. touchdown to give them a 17 point lead with like two minutes to go. Then that's just dumb. Run the clock out. Don't get anyone hurt. Just end the game. I understand that. But if you still have a whole other quarter to play, a whole other half to play, and you're just down by a lot, and you're just mad because they keep whooping on you, mm-hmm. play better. Be better. Be more athletic. Just be more athletic. Yeah, yeah. Just do something. Just try try to – got anything. Even if you got to take someone out, do something to get someone. And honestly, Belichick, though, letting the team do this, I think this is good because with a rookie quarterback, with a team that's been struggling, let them go out there and just shit whip a team real quick. Yeah. You know, even though it's the Jets, you build the confidence because you're going to need it going into the next game, which we will talk about. Um, other than that, I'm kind of taking a look. I don't have much more. I, I like the trick play with Kendrick Bourne. That was cool. Um, you know, what do you – what else you got to talk about with this game? Damian Harris is still killing it, by the way. I think he's going to eat this weekend, but. Um... Yeah, I, I like the point you made. You said that, like, this was a great, like, kind of team victory. I think mm-hmm. overall, like, this was fantastic for the starters and the second teamers because the Patriots yep. have obviously not been the luckiest team in the world. We've got some injuries. We got some COVID. We got people in and out of lineups, especially in the offensive line. Mm-hmm. So when you have a chance for – your starting lineup has been killing it so much and you're up so much in a game. You can take them out and completely put in second string guys. Like we have mm-hmm. Gunnar Oshevsky playing big minutes. Nikhil yeah. Harry is starting basically toward the end of the game. So you're boosting your second team too, where if mm-hmm. anything happens to any of these starters, these guys have been into the jets game. They whooped on the jets when they were in there. Brian Hoyer was in there for a series or two completed three passes and they were still able to crush them with our backup running back. In most cases, our third string running back. So I think this was just huge for the entire team. Much needed. Everyone yep. has confidence now. When you drop 50 points on anyone, if it's the Jets, if it's the Jags, or if it's the Chiefs, mm-hmm. you, you love that. You deserve a pat on the back. And I'm here mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's either the fifth, the fifth or sixth time that the Patriots have scored fifty, or the or that the Jets have given up fifty. I, I think it's the fifth or sixth time the Pats have scored fifty. Yeah, that's what uh, I if I remember correctly, because I feel like the Jets have given up fifty a lot more than Many five times. times. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, fifty. I, I have, I have nothing. I, just all good vibes from the first run of the game. That was There's like ten yards. I was like that. I was kind of pissed because I have to stream the game. So I'm saying that the oh, stream geez. kept cutting out. I'm like, oh, my God. But it ended up not being a big deal because the game honestly wasn't entertaining if you weren't a Pats fan. Um, yeah, I mean, I got I got I got nothing. You know, like I say, any anything else you want to touch on about this game? 
Yeah, I saw a little sound bite afterwards, and it was Bill Belichick, and they just basically spliced together his reaction from all like whatever seven touchdowns that they had all the game or however yes. many touchdowns yep. they had. Yep. Comedy gold, just pure hilarity. Every touchdown, blind face, just staring out into the field. The only thing he said in this entire thing, they go through all the touchdowns, doesn't say a word. He's always just focused on getting the PAT up. Doesn't care how they scored. Doesn't care that they scored. Doesn't care what the score is. And then at the end of the game, he looks over to Josh McDaniels. He goes, how many times did we punt today? And McDaniels goes, once. And Bill just kind of looks at him and goes, Shakes his head and looks back onto the field. And I was just like, yes, Bill. Because that's my coach. Because he's been there. I'm like, that's my man. He doesn't yes. acknowledge it. He doesn't care. He notices it. But he's not. He's like, I'm not going to rest on my laurels. This no. team still has a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we punted once, he's like, I just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure. He's like, I thought we punted once. Thanks, Dan. I just wanted to make sure. Just checking in. You can tell, yep. by the way, that he I'm, – I'm, I might let you keep going, but you can tell that he likes this team, how oh, he yeah. talks about them. You can tell that. And then also just to kind of touch on that, because I saw that same video about so an hour funny. and a half before I left work. I'm sitting there, and then, like, I saw, you know, the comments, everything, like, oh, look, is he not, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's dejected. He's out of it. He doesn't care. He doesn't get excited. doesn't like fun. Do people I'm actually sorry. comment that? That's so Do you fair. want him? Yeah. Well, not that, not, that he, not that he hates the team, but the fact that, oh, look, it, this just shows that he doesn't even like – you know, he doesn't like to celebrate good things with his players no do you know why just because he's not pete carroll feverishly chewing gum and fist pumping up the sidelines or sean McVay, who needs someone to pull him back like like his own personal trainer or like he's not running out he'll be back he'll be back chest bumping yeah no or he's not dan campbell biting off kneecaps over in detroit no he he acts like you want to know why because these wins they understand they've been saying this the whole year it's you got to stack the days stack the days which i love that i love that phrase by the way i think they said a little bit last year too um but yeah there belichick knows that this isn't the end this is the journey every other game i understand being excited and all that stuff if it was a close game i'm sure he would have been pumped he's blowing out the jets and he hates the jets so it hates is hates business. so I, i'm sure there was a smile deep down in that grisly exterior that is bill belichick oh yeah but he'll never ever show it i, I bet he goes home to his wife he goes we pumped him. He's oh, dapping yeah. up the wife, going over to the dogs like the Jets. Smashing beers together like <laughs> yeah. Stone Cold. You, you know uh, he is. You oh, know 100%. he is. But he, he, he doesn't even let his emotions break in the car ride home. He's in traffic, just emotionless. The second his foot walks through that door, he's like, we whooped him. Oh, 54. Right over he's his like, head. Goddamn New York. <laughs> uh, I just, oh, I love this dude so much. He really is. He's the perfect memeable guy. So headstrong. He reminds me of Tim Duncan. Like, doesn't matter how good you are. He's just not going to be phased, not going to get too involved in the moment. And I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of how he is, you know, and that's the thing. Everybody, uh, this kind of kind of go off on a little on a little sidetrack there. Speaking, just talking about Belichick and you know everybody, how you know we still have faith in Belichick and everything. You see Brady, by the way, recently t- uh, shit talking uh, defensive players, you know, basically with the Eli Manning and Peyton Manning thing, where he was like, you know, oh, have you been a defensive meeting? Like, you know, it's not not difficult. You know, they just gotta tackle this and that. He told Gronk one time, Gronk, you play tight end, just catch the ball and run. Um, and then it, it it's it's coming out that that quarterback that he was talking about when he was on that little barbershop thing when he was like, yeah, I, I looked oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, and I was like, oh, you're going to take that fucking guy over me. It, it's pretty clear now that he was talking about Jimmy G, which yeah, if that, that, if, if like that is the case, 
Tom Brady low key is a piece of shit for that because he was nothing but loving him, all this stuff. And the, but like just being completely like, I don't, you can't, you can't be in the public one way and say a bunch of things to the media, all this stuff one time. And then now that it's a couple of years later, you're like, Oh yeah, by the way, that guy sucks. I hate it. If you're going to say Where's all the consistency, about him, I don't there is a, that's just it. People say it, that Bill Belichick was holding Tom Brady back, you know, his personality. No, no, no. You know what Bill Belichick was doing? He was the, he, he was the last line of defense b- before Tom Brady started acting like an asshole. I think, I, I think we should get that narrative going. Tom Brady, kind of a dick. Bill Belichick, just a prickly exterior, but he's a fluffy bear on the inside. Tom Brady is the opposite. He's a fluffy, oh, look at me on the outside. On the inside, no, he's, oh, this game's easy. Dude, I might play till I'm 50, 55. Defense is easy. Oh, look so at arrogant. this, I'm having fun now. That's what it is. It's arrogance, it's cockiness. That's not the Patriot way. Um, I don't know. The more, the, more Tom, the more time I have away from Tom Brady, the more I'm like, dude, like you're, I get being confident, but you're kind of being like a cocky ass now. Kind of, kind of toxic. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit, you know, I don't, I mean, and then, and then you think, you know, the company he keeps loves Antonio Brown, his, uh, his, his best friend, but what's his name? So I don't know. I don't know. It, it's definitely something to monitor. Uh, Tom Brady, is he a dick? I don't know. We'll find out though. Sure. Seems um, like yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I know Tom Brady didn't shit whip the jets this weekend and that was a great game. Um, Damn. yeah, I am. I am ready to move on from that game. As long as you are, you got anything else? It's about it. You're good. God right. Damn. Yeah. Screw the jets. Yeah. Screw the jets. Um, and, and again, guys, sorry. I do want to say sorry that it seems like I'm very, I'm very excited, very pumped up right now. Um, I don't know if you've heard couch guy sports, by the way, which if you're ever curious about hearing or reading or listening to anything else that Liam and I, and all of our talented writers do at couch guy sports, go to couchguysports.com. Um, I actually just put up an article today that we are going to, I'm going to kind of use it. When we talk about the chargers, three ways the Patriots can beat the chargers every week on Thursday, I write three ways or yeah, three ways the Patriots can beat team blank whoever they're playing so check that out if you want to know but the reason i'm so amped up couch guy sports we have a new sponsor shocked energy ladies and gentlemen they say that they are made by gamers for gamers i kind of beg to differ because uh i'm a podcaster and i love this shit so um like it big time big fan um but you know i i don't need to keep going into it you know they have all the flavors they ship worldwide they do all that fun stuff yeah. go to shock- that watermelon box the water, the watermelon box is uh <laughs> it's a great box. It's a great one. Great the watermelon box. is good. Watermelon, fla- watermelon flavor. Um, you know, sometimes it's, it's not great, but yeah, it's it, it's a very succulent flavor there. That watermelon Succulent's box. Good word. Go to shockenergy.com, use the promo code CGSN today for 10% off your order. Again, shockenergy.com cgsn for 10% off your off order. That watermelon box get shocked today on the watermelon um, <laughs> Jesus. um so we are going to talk about the Chargers game i just want to bring something up did you um i i i know a lot of people listening if you follow the patriots you know you you know seth wickersham came out with that book about um about like uh, whatever it was, like better to be feared or whatever, just talking about the Patriots dynasty and all that stuff. Um, A a lot of things in there. And what I'll say about his stuff, because the first book he had about 
75% of it was proven false. This thing he comes out with, there's definitely some truths in there um, where Belichick would give like wads of cash to his coaches um, that, that he felt were getting underpaid and stuff. That's one thing. But yep. there's one thing that I, I kind of want to touch on before we go into the Chargers game. It, he said, Seth Wickersham said that before the draft, that the Patriots and the 49ers had uh, informal talks which I don't know what that is. Did they text? Did they talk on the phone? I don't know. They had informal talks about Jimmy G Patriots reached out to the Niners. Niners said they wanted, um, or the Patriots offered up their second round pick. Niners said they wanted more. Um, and you know, obviously as we know, the deal didn't happen. Niners traded up and got Trey Lance, Pat Scott, Matt Jones, the rest is history. Um, Mike Shanahan coach of the San Francisco 49ers came out and straight up said, yeah, that never happened. Mike's but yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing. They're yeah, both same, literally the same, same person. Thing. You know. Um, but yeah, he said, uh, never happened, bud. Never happened. We didn't talk to anybody. Um, the Patriots never, never offered a second round pick. So Seth Wickersham. probably would have taken it if they did. Pro- you would think. You would think, especially since it was the day before the draft or a couple days before yeah. or the day And the Patriots the gave Jimmy G up for nothing. Basically gave them to him for much less than he was actually. That, that I think, to me was Belichick saying, you know what, Jimmy, I like yeah. you. I'm going to send you to a good situation. You know, kind of like he did with Gilmore where it was like, hey, obviously this isn't working. I'm going to trade you. Where do you want to go? Um, but nice with, guy. With, the, with the Seth Ricochet, he came out and he was like, I never once reported that there were – that there were legitimate um, trade things. It was all informal, all that stuff. Dude, what are you even defending? No one said that, that it was like this printed written, um, like written type of a type of a type of a conversation. All Mr. Shanahan said was, yeah, that never ever happened. So it, it does. I don't understand the, I don't understand the metaphor. I, I'm, 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 I'm going to use a metaphor actually from Matt Chatham. Uh, former Patriots linebacker. He tweeted this out today. He said, Hey, I just called my favorite pizza joint to let them know what I was willing to pay for a pizza. And then they shared the price of the pizza for me, but we both realized that it wasn't an offer for that pizza because it's too much. And because of that, the call was informal. What? That doesn't even make sense. So he's basically making fun of it. He's like, okay, so it's all informal. Like what? Yeah. So is it only formal if the deal gets done? That's just it. it. And like, if you're going to sit there and potentially offer up a second round pick, you don't think that Bill Belichick's going to be involved in that. You don't think that he's going to be the one calling Which Shanahan said he never talked to Bill Belichick about it. So like, Oh yeah. Who do you, who, and, and Wickersham himself said that it was just a high level Patriots person who reached out. So it's just one of those things where I like, maybe they did talk, maybe they didn't, but it definitely wasn't the time frame that, Mr. Wickersham was saying, and I mean, regardless, it's neither here nor there. It's just one of those things where like this, this guy is making his living off of talking about the Patriots, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, all who, by the way, refuse to be interviewed for this book. But yet he has these definitive facts and statements that apparently happened with them. And every one of those people have said, yeah, no, I don't know where he's getting these sources from. So it's like, what, Liam, that'd be like me writing a book about you and not talking to you or anybody, you know, and just saying, oh yeah, a friend of a friend of a friend said this, who I can't tell you. That's my source. (laughs) I talked to sources around him. Yeah. That's yeah. Sources close to the situation. Who, who please enlighten me. 
just just dumb. So I don't know that. I just I, I just had to touch on that because that's just I don't know. It just, it it upsets me um, when people keep saying the same stupid thing about the Patriots, just like how Bill Belichick doesn't like fun or all this. Damian Harris was on uh, Good Morning Football earlier this week, and they were like, Damian, tell us, man, let, is, is Belichick as bad as he seems? Is he as prickly as he seems? And guess what the answer was, Liam? Probably fucking not. The same thing every player says who didn't get sent out or leave on bad terms. No, and he's normally that's that a problem of their own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the people like uh, Cassius Marsh, um, who yeah. was talking shit. Oh, my God. Uh, Darrell Revis, who, I mean, obviously, you know, he didn't like them because he went to the Jets, got paid, then sucked. Um, like you got all really the bad. Asante Samuel, who that 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 breakup that wasn't good. That I'm not, that's why I'm not going to touch on it too much. But it's, it's just funny. The players who this happens to Martellus Bennett, that breakup wasn't even as good. And Martellus Bennett has nothing bad to say. Yeah, I always wondered with that because he's open about the people he hates. He did you see he called Jimmy G a bitch? Yes, so that bad. Was, I mean, like was. that was ridiculous. He was like he was uh, faking it. I'm like, oh man. I felt I felt bad because like I do. I was one of the people who wanted Jimmy G this off season. If that was going to be the route they were going to go, I don't know. Like I still I, I still I think it, well that see that's just it. I feel he's like handsome. a lot of Patriots like him. He's a handsome devil. I think that his play in San Francisco wouldn't be how he played here. No, completely you know I mean? different. Yeah. Just complete. So like, I don't know, but, um, but yeah, I don't even know. Oh yeah. But yeah. Damian Harris was just like, yeah, no, he's what you guys see. Isn't what he is like. Yeah. How many more players have to say that before people stop with the whole, like, let me, let me ask you uh Patriots player X <laughs> is Belichick really a dick? Like, no, <laughs> well, like, yes, maybe, but he yeah. doesn't, he's not a dick he, to the place. Selective dick. Yeah. Yeah. That that's kind of what, what Harris said. He says something along the lines of like, um, he cares about the players in the team. Um, you know, it is still business, but he does like care about them. And, and, you know, the side you guys see isn't what we see the same yeah. shit. Everybody says, I'm sure he's rough around the edges. I mean, he's an old school yeah. style coach. He's mm-hmm. kind of got that way about him. But it's clear, like, he holds long-lasting relationships. Like, when Teddy Bruschi's back in Gillette or at Ty Law, any of, like, the old legends, uh, R- Richard Seymour, I don't, I don't think the relationship is actually too great. But Vince Wilfork, you know the know. guys. They hugged, about, they hugged like, his the, thing. Yeah. Was it? Okay, so maybe yeah. it was Richard Seymour I was thinking of. But, like, most of these guys go back and they still have that connection. They still want to go back and see the team. They're right over with Bill. Mm-hmm. Hey, how are you? And stuff mm-hmm. like that. And – he does seem like a genuine guy if so much. So that's probably why he's so shut off to the media and stuff like that. He prefers personal in-person face-to-face yep. relationships that he can build on. He's not going to talk to any of these media members. Once he retires, he's no. never going to see any of these people again. He's no. not going to bother with these people. It's only the people that he lets into his little circle, the people that he cares about. He can choose who he cares about, and who he doesn't. And the rest, they can go screw. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you, um, uh, I don't think I don't remember when this happened. I don't know if we recorded just before, or just after last week. Did you see what uh, Edelman said when he saw him um, on his like enshrinement night or whatever Edelman appreciation night uh, last yeah. week? That's just it. So people like Edelman, his like how he tells his purpose. He's like, yeah, I went up to him and I was like, uh, hey, Bill, how's it going? Because I guess Edelman did an impression of Belichick. Um, and, you know, Edelman was like, I-, I think he said something like, yeah, I was like, I was seeing my principal. Like, I didn't know if he was going to be mad or not. And, uh, and he said something, and I guess Belichick was like, yeah, you know, that was good. Um, and then I guess Belichick was like, what are you doing now? 
Edelman was like, oh, you know, I'm doing inside the NFL, um, you know, all that stuff. And then uh, Belichick was like, you're going to, you're not going to, uh, you're not going to, you're not going to, you know, go easy on us, right? You got to, you got to, you know, give us hell when you talk about it. It's like basically saying like, <laughs> like, dude, like, please light like, us give up. a shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where like, you know, that he, he's not stupid. He also know. I mean, you could tell with the stupid little oh, yeah. smirks he does. Like he's not it's all deliberate. He loves, he, he loves is. the fact that he sits up in the death star mm-hmm. and everyone just every once in a while looks up at that and goes, yep. A damn yeah. bills up there. Just yeah, like, staring at a bitch. Like, I don't know what he's doing. There, like, do you think he's up there cussing us out? It's like, I don't know. He could be doing anything up there. Meanwhile, Bill's probably up there reading, probably up there watching film, probably yeah, watching, watching a movie film from like 1940 to try to think of some trick play yeah. that he can. That he Every, can everyone's thinking about Bill. Bill isn't thinking about anyone else. That's the thing. That's the thing. And, and, and I know people always say it's like, oh, well, you know, you know, the Patriots mantra is always, you know, ignore the noise and all that stuff. But, you know, you hear them talk after the games, they hear the noise. Ignore the noise isn't just that statement of face value. You hear the noise. Yeah. It's one of those things where don't let it negatively impact you. Like that, that's yes. what it comes down to. Yeah, Bill hears everything. But, you know, oh, he's yeah. probably sitting up there like he, I genuinely think he does not care. No, like, I, in, I don't in think fact, he, he almost with that comment to Edelman where he's like, don't go easy on us. Like, unless he's like just outright joking, like, hey, give us hell like everyone else seems to. I think he almost likes that everyone else kind of holds the Patriots in a different regard. And yeah. is either like scared of them or hate them. Like, mm-hmm. if you're scared of the Patriots, then you're like, shit, we're playing the Patriots this week. Yep. Or if you hate him, you're like, oh, my God, the goddamn Patriots, uh, cheaters, uh, Bill Belichick. It's like, we're going to play him this week. I hope they're not cheating. I'm sure Bill's over there like, eh, we are cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, buddy. Buddy, we got shit that you don't even know about. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, He's like, like my, dr- my drones in space are watching your practice. <laughs> let me tell you, probably. I, I forget. There was probably. one thing. I, I forget when it was. I guess uh, people were saying that the – the Patriots, whenever you play in Foxborough, the away team always got warmer Gatorade than the other team, <laughs> yes. which by the way, I don't even think, I think that would be to the Patriots detriment because I read somewhere that like room temperature water, like actually replenishes you or whatever more. So if yeah. anything, Belichick's helping you. He's like, Hey dude, like do something to beat us. So it, but it yeah, takes, that was uh, wild. It, it takes more work for the to break body it down to, or something. Yeah. To change yeah. the temperature from cold water to warm. If you just drink it straight up, it flows right through the bloodstream. Yeah. So I don't know. That's it. Just, it's just funny. It just all comes back to, I love when people talk about this team and, you know, they, they count them out and, you know, they talk shit about Belichick, but um, speaking of, speaking of counting them out, Patriots chargers this weekend, I think a lot of people coming into this game are like, or or at least were probably still are a little bit for the most part. Like, yeah, the Pats might keep it close, but you know, chargers are going to pull away at the end. I haven't even Um, heard that. I've heard the Chargers are going to kill us. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. Um, but I don't. I mean, I I know that everybody's saying that you know the, uh, the Chargers everything are good for for what it's worth. The Chargers are pretty good on offense this year. I think yep. they're second or third in the league in passing right now, um, yards per game. They're actually. Let me, let me tell you, they're seventh in the league right now, yards per game. So 282, but the Pats aren't far behind. Pats, by the way, 259. So it's not that different, but um, you know, they're good. They're good at running the ball too. I believe Well, actually know that. I think they're like bottom no, eight. They're not. The no, they're not. Yeah. 80, I, I 84, 86 yards. Uh, they're averaging. So yeah, they're actually bottom 10 uh, running yeah. the ball. So yeah, I don't know why everybody's saying uh, that, that the Pats are going to get blown out here, man. I don't. 
I don't get it. I, and I hate coming at it from this angle. I mean, we're on a Patriots talk show. I get it. We're kind of coming in like we're going to be the biased ones here. And I hate coming with this stance, but I don't imagine that the Patriots like get blown out or even lose by two touchdowns. Like I think I if they it. lose, it's another field goal type game, like just a slight miss, like a mistake that ends up losing it for us in the end. But like a Bucks the, game or like a Cowboys yeah, or something like, like that. Just yeah, just something at the very end that kind of slips up, whether it's our fault or the other team just gets lucky. But mm-hmm. the Chargers are at a weird point in their season where they just got clapped, absolutely clapped by the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And then they had a bye week. So they still have the fresh taste of getting their foot jammed in their mouth from two yep. weeks ago. They dealt with that all week in their practice. Because if you get smoked the week before a bye week, you're practicing. All yeah. week. Oh, if yeah. you're if you're winning, then you get that bye week off. If you get smoked right beforehand, they've been practicing all week. So this is a huge point in the Chargers season. They're either going to turn it around and or not turning it around, but keep the ship yeah. right and killing it this year and be one of the top teams, maybe even a Super Bowl contender, or everything's just going to fall apart. And they're going to have like this run at the beginning of the season that happens to many teams every year where it's like oh they look like a contender then after week nine they're like oh my god why did we think this team was going to do anything (laughs) but i think it's a big week for the chargers as much as this is the patriots and you talked about how this is a turning point for the patriots as well Mm -hmm. they have to really try hard these next six weeks here this is as big of a moment for the chargers as well because if they get smoked here then their season is in jeopardy right Mm -hmm. off the bat we're not even in the second half of the season yet so i think well, the Chargers have a pretty good secondary, and they're pretty good at holding receivers to few yards. The Patriots' defense or offense is just so well-rounded. We spread the ball around. The tight ends get involved. The running backs are involved. Hell, Brandon Bolden almost had a 100-yard game last week as a running back receiving. I mean, insane. Um, yeah, so, so we can – hurt you so many different ways i can't imagine this chargers defense is a huge factor and bill's gonna make them run the ball if you're averaging 88 yards we're giving you every running lane in the book we want austin eckler going for 200 and beating us we're not gonna let justin herbert pass he's banged us. up though eckler eckler's still coming yeah, is is he hurt is he not playing I think I think he's definitely playing, but I think he's still like he's he's been nicked up for pretty much you know the first half of the yeah I don't just something I don't know but I know he's playing I know that yeah they um the the Chargers defense by the way they're pretty good defending the pass uh they're fourth in the league at that but rushing they're the worst. They're Are they the worst? Oh, yeah. They're like, what is it, 160, 162 yards on the ground, which is. See, that's why they got killed. 20 by the yards worse than the next closest team, which is. I just knew they were great at defending the pass. But see, that's a that's a death toll if you're the Patriots. Like, we're just going to mm-hmm. run the ball on you all game. If we get any lead, we're, it's a shoe in. It's a win. If we get a, a 10 point lead, if we get a seven point lead, they're not coming back because we can no. just run it and run it and the clock will tick on down. Well, see, that's the thing. If you can run the ball, I mean, that that's kind of the best way to the best way to defend them. And in going on that with running the ball, I I was curious because it seems like at least the past couple of weeks that Mac Jones has been pretty good off the play action, which yep. I mean, it I don't know. I don't know how because like the running game kind of, you know, fell down a little bit there. So going into the Jets game, Mac Jones was 77.8 completion percentage um, with the play action. That's fourth best out of every quarterback in the league. 
So he was the fourth best. Do you want to know what he did in the Jets game? 11 out of 13, a buck 69 and a touchdown. Oh my God. It's at like 88%. Something ridiculous. So like that. he's gotta be, I, I, I can't, cause I'm, I'm really not that smart when I go to look up stats. Like I try to like search keywords on Twitter and shit and try to find nice. it. But if he, you gotta think he's probably top three off the play action right now. So the way I see it, run the ball early. Damian Harris. I don't know if Stevenson's going to play or not. You might want Taylor just to do the offsetting thing. I don't really care yeah. to be honest, run the ball. Hulk, and then give it to Brandon you, Bolden. You do the t- Brandon Bolden, Hulk smash. That's his thing. You, you do smash. the same type of game plan you had against the jets where you run it. The running opens up the passing lane. Cause if you just try to drop back and just straight up throw on the chargers, it's not going to be the easiest thing. Um, I mean, I, I still think that they can do it with like the quick things. McDaniels might be able to dial stuff yeah. up, but the easiest way, you got to run the ball, run the ball, and then play action it because that's when you start to get the linebackers looking in. Uh, such a cliche. It's like run the ball to open up the pass. But in this case, it's true. Run it the is. ball, and I think you open up the pass. I think Mac has a good game if that's what you do. And even in like the short intermediate passing game, like no matter how good of a secondary you are, if the other team's just throwing like five, 10 yard routes, mm-hmm. it gives the defense more opportunity to make plays, but it's a lot harder. The margin yeah. for error is so small when the quarterback's throwing a five-yard slant. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I think we all know that, you know, Mac Jones is really good at throwing little five yes. to eight-yard things. And um, he's broadening his range, and I'm admitting it. Like He's throwing it deep more and more yeah. and more each week, and I'm loving it. He's getting but better, he's, too, at doing it, yes. too. He's, his oh, his completion God. percentage has gone up, I think, um, since week, like, three or four or something. I forget what I Probably, was reading, he, it's gone. In the first couple of weeks, he didn't even look that way. And now he is, but he yeah. started out passing short and has yeah. been consistently passing short. So mm-hmm. that's his strength. That's his bread and butter. That's his home. Yeah. Yeah. I th- <laughs> That's his home. That's where he feels safe. <laughs> um, I think, I, I don't know the thing with Mac Jones. It's like, you know, we all I feel like each week there's another, um, or at least kind of to start the season each week, there was another, not criticism, but like a worry where it was like, okay, he's throwing uh, like too short. He's, he is holding onto the ball too long right now, by the way, I think right now he's eighth in the league at getting the ball out quicker. So he's, he fixed that issue. I think, I think you said it, you were one of the more vocal ones I heard who was saying that, you know, he is putting the ball in, um, in harm's way more often than not right now. I don't know if it changed after last week, which I don't think it did. Um, Actually, I might've looked at this week. Time kind of is like all melting together. His, his bad throw percentage, he's top five in the league right now for bad, for the lowest bad throw percentage. So he's, he's fixed that issue. He's starting to throw it a little bit deeper. I think it's, it's, it's cool. Cause we're starting to see him literally progress from week to week to week. You know, he's, he's not doing the little dipsy do play that we saw him do. I think his first drop back of his career, when he did the little spin and threw it backwards, that was dumb. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's, he's getting the ball out much quicker. He looks comfortable in the pocket. He's starting to throw it a little deeper still. And he's starting to get better throwing it deeper too, which I think is the most important thing. Cause you can throw it deep all you want, but if you can't hit anybody, I mean, what are, what are we even doing here? You know, uh, did you see that side by side, uh, can't, uh, play thing where Tom Brady and Mac Jones had almost the same play where they dropped back like timing. Everything was the same. Like, Like, listen, you, I'm you can not, tell Max and Max in the film room. He's he's see, that's the thing. And oh God, I whenever I talk about Brady with Max Jones, I don't want people to think that anybody is saying 
that Tom or that Mac Jones is going to be Tom Brady. Not yeah. what I'm saying. Tom Brady. Cause I saw people talking it's about a dim it point this of view. week. Not everything has to correlation. No. Correlation does not equal causation. No, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's, that's some college shit. You just dropped there. It's the only um, thing I learned in college, you know, so. but, but I didn't go. So um, <laughs> don't ask but, me anymore. But I think it's one of those things where people like the second you start saying like, oh, look, Mac looks like this or looks like this. Like, oh, do you think he's going to be he's not going to be Brady or Breeze or Roger? Like, no, no, no. I'm not saying that's what he's going to be. Honestly, I'd be perfectly fine if he's right in that middle tier where he's like a Philip Rivers type or like a uh, a step above Matt Stafford or like something like that, where. Just like, name two Hall of Famers to me. I just need ooh at one point. So so that's something I want to do. A little sneak peek. I think I want to not this episode because I don't I don't know who we pick, but I want to like throw out a name that's like on the cusp of being a Hall of Famer and have the have the debate because those two names are very high on that list for me. But yeah, if Mac Jones turns into that type of player, not the same type, the same skill set, but that type of player, I think I think that's great. So I don't know, but, but, you know, I did, I did see that little, that little side-by-side thing where they both threw one deep down and yeah, yeah, that was, that was uh, literally near identical. Like Mac was Brady's shadow. It was terrifying. Uh, Oh, I loved it. I love just garners more comparisons than Max and Brady shadow, but I can hear it now. I can hear the headlines. Liam says Max and Brady shadow. Shut up. I mean, like, I mean, like if we're like technically, yeah, I guess. But technically, like, yeah. But like again, it's not a bad thing. Like I think people, it's it's just so weird talking about this team because I know that people want everything to click so quickly and everything like that, and it sucks because you can see that it can. Kind of like you with his virtuoso performance, where it's like you can yeah. see that he can do it. So yeah. it's frustrating when he doesn't. Yes. So I don't, I don't know, but I do know though. I love, I just watching him just play mac jones it's i don't i'm not really worried that he's going to make that many dumb mistakes anymore i'm sure he will because he's a rookie but like i don't know i think people say i mean he's he's i don't even think you can compare him to the rookies anymore because he's lapped the field you you pretty much have to compare him to just every other quarterback he's lapped the field he really has he's not close (laughs) to any other rookie no and and i don't care i don't want to hear the Cause I saw this too. I don't want to hear the whole, like, Oh, he went into, you know, he fell into, you know, the best, the best situation and all that, because the same people that say that are the same people that were saying Belichick overspent in the off season, the people he got wasn't worth it. There's no weapons, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, you can't have it both ways. You know, you can't say that, you know, Aguilar isn't good. Kendrick Bourne is a, is an average receiver at best. Um, Sure. But then people say, Oh, he had the tight ends. Okay, the tight ends really didn't produce that much until a couple of weeks ago. So like and you can't... even then, Hunter Henry still only getting like two catches a game now. He, I know he was I at know. like he's got five. like four straight touchdowns. But dude, yeah. like he, I know, and the touchdowns are great. We we love the points, but of course he had like he had like back to back five yard catch games. I'm like, here we go, he's here, Hunter Henry. We paid him all this money, and then since then, two catches, two catches, two catches. It's like, god damn it, dude. And it's like it's frustrating because then and then you see Johnu Smith putting it together, which that that was actually one thing I, I guess uh, we kind of missed talking about. I was so happy, man, that there were like three out of four pass plays to start the game were to Johnu Smith or just three yeah. plays involved him. Like it was, I, I think that the Patriots figured it out where 
they're no longer running plays where it's like, oh, we have to, um, you know, scheme plays to get him open or whatever. Now it's kind of just like, listen, let's get the ball in his hands as quick as we can. And then just let him do what he does. Cause he's not like the Hunter Henry where like, you know, Hunter Henry isn't great running after the ball. I mean, he's, he's fine, but he's more yeah, like, your, that's he's, not his, he's not a possession no, tight end. No, no, not really. So, but, and then you see in that game, John New Smith got hurt uh, something with his shoulder. He was out. The awesome part about this offense, I keep forgetting. It's like, Oh, so like if John New Smith is out, that's fine. Cause we have Hunter Henry who yeah. is, better at some things, not as good as some, but pretty much equal playing field. You know, it's not one of those things where it used to be like, oh, if Edelman's out, like, I don't know who, who the, or, or like, or like if Gronk's out, who are we going to put in there? Mike, Mike, uh, Mike, uh, what's his name? Honolulu or Mike, my, Michael, uh, oh, Manawa Nui. I knew, I knew it was something like that. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, but no, that's oh. not how it is anymore. Now it's like, okay. Yeah. Hunter Henry goes out. Okay, cool. Uh, Johnny Smith, you, you're good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hop in. That mean, like, means you're getting five targets this game. Get ready, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five whopping five targets. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I feel like one of them is going to have a big game because I, it I has just, to, and I'm waiting for it. I mean, the play Hunter actions, Henry is, like, is as close as we get. Cause he gets like a touchdown every game now, basically. But I'm thinking there's going to be a game where Hunter Henry gets a rushing tub and, or, or not Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith gets a rushing Johnny tub. Smith, yeah. Yeah. And a receiving tub. Yeah. Because I, I always I love looking at their stats back and forth to see how they use each one in different ways. And obviously Johnny Smith has three carries, 16 yards, my lucky number. But he has in the receiving category, he's got six less catches, but obviously he's got those three rushing yards to make up for it. Hunter Henry with 24 yeah. catches, Johnny 18, Hunter Henry four tubs. Uh, John who won. So it's just like, and there's about an 80 yard difference between the two of them and Hunter Henry's favor, but neither one of them are eclipsing 300 yards in the season so far. Most prolific tight ends have more than 300 right now. Yeah. So it's just, uh, which is weird because there's not a high standard for tight ends in the league anymore. Like there's George no. Kittle, there who hasn't been that great actually. There's he's Darren out, I, I, think, I think he's still on the IR now. Yeah. Is he? I so, swear he's yeah. playing last game. No, yeah. I have him in fantasy. He's he's been out for like three weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that makes sense. But still, so, even even before that, he was still he was unspectacular. It up. Yeah, yeah. Darren Waller's still pretty good. Mark Andrews just came into his own, and Travis Kelsey's sick every week. But other than that, it's, it's really just not Kelsey a lot of Andrews. tight ends. Yeah, yeah. Tra- yeah. T.J. Hawkinson, but like so. We, we are hoping to get some dynamic tight ends and it just hasn't played out for us so far, but if they can have one or two big games each, they're mm-hmm. right back on the map as some of the best tight ends in the league. If they can get there, I don't know if it's opportunity or what, but. I don't know. I feel like it, it's kind of the same thing. I always think of, like, I always come back to with the, with any Patriots offense I think about it's in, I think Belichick said it last week or the week before he's like, I just never understood you know, throw in a certain amount of, of balls to a, to a receiver or to anybody. Yeah. It's kind of one of those He's not things trying to pad stats. He doesn't care about personal. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not like the Steelers when they, when they would throw, you know, Antonio Brown, 20, 20 passes a game or throw yeah. Juju 15. It's, it's just, it's one of those things where I think it literally is. Okay. Who's this place scheming to get open or who is open? You know, yep. I think it's, we're in it to like, win. Yeah, it, we're gonna it win this play. Like, we're gonna win this drive. We're gonna win this game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, win the play. Win the drive. Get this. Like it, that's kind of how they stack the plays, stack the days. Yep. That's kind of how it is. But um, I think 
stack the play, stack the days. That's fucking good. I like that. Um, Should be our but uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta text Bill and let him know. Yeah. Um, Bill, but I, this. I, it's it's funny because you have like Johnu Smith or Bourne or Aguilar. They all kind of echo the same sentiment where it's like, yeah, like you know, I'm not really here to you know like get get the yeah. get stats or things like that. Which is no why, one signs with New England to rush for two thousand yards or catch you know twenty eight touchdowns, even no. though Randy Moss did. But. Yeah, that was an anomaly. But yeah, still, I mean, like, it, and I think that's the thing where, like, I, that's where Belichick really shines is he brings the right types of players in here for the most part. He's definitely had misses. I mean, for sure. But for the most part, he brings in the right guys because you know he could easily bring in, I don't know, some other tight end who's like, you know, he's not going to want to split. I mean, he he Bill Belichick went out and signed the two top available tight ends. Yep. The, the second that, one first, and then the first one second. Exactly. Yeah. Which was because I remember when they signed Smith, I was like, oh, okay. Like you know, I you know I want you know I, I like Wanted Henry, Henry better, but, we'll but like Johnny Smith, I watched like a fifteen minute highlight thing, and I was I like, I'm good from before. He's a touchdown machine. And, and then like, and yeah. then they signed Henry, and I was like, oh my god. I, was like, like, I don't understand what they're doing, but sweet. That yeah, I was like, I don't know. Like, I think I like sign and trade one, but Bill, you sly bitch. He did it, and then that just opened up. Then he started signing everybody. But the the reason you don't see that is because normally, like, the two top guys at the position don't want to go to the same place because they don't want to deal with splitting the time or splitting the catches or anything like that. And I think the fact that these guys are here and they're happy and everything like that, it's like, you know what? I I genuinely don't think that anybody on this offense cares who gets the ball. Because if we're being honest, yeah. you know who's getting the ball the most? Jacoby Myers. Who, by the way, by the freaking way, we got to get this guy a touchdown. It is so like, bad. I, we, I, I actively feel sorry for him. I it's it's to the point where you watch where you watch it it was like a, a two or three plays uh, back to back or back to back to back where they showed his dad in the stands and his dad is like smirking filming him and I'm just like get get the touchdown for the dad yeah. like well, they tried when they, they tried. called it back I was so mad God they called it back and then they then they did the one where it looked like he was coming he, he was it looked like a slant route or something he looked like he was about to be open and they they held him and I was like it's just not meant to be. It's so ridiculous. It's just, There's a curse. He has two passing touchdowns. Like, what? Doesn't make any what? sense. It, it it actually does. Like, I don't, I think he has doubled, like, the most yards and receptions by anybody who hasn't caught a touchdown before. I think, like, the record is, like, 500 and change for both of those. He's at, like, over, that. It's it's insane. It's absurd. It's insane. He must have, like, got off the subway and kicked, like, a homeless person who put a curse on him or something like something. that. He must Y'all have broken mirrors as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, as he's walking by, the homeless guy's, like, throwing dirt at him, like, yeah. you will never get a touchdown. <laughs> he's like, I screw you, old man. Honestly, that has to be the explanation because I There's don't. There's no other. It has to be some witchcraft, some spellbindery. There's no physical, plausible reason that Jacoby Myers, who far and away, leads this team in targets and receptions he's looked to on every play has not gotten in the end zone once we dropped 54 points on the jets they didn't think to give one of those tubs to jacoby myers it is honestly it's unseemly yeah i almost think less of bill for not actively trying to get him a tub 
I know at this point, it's almost like just like just is it a running joke with the Patriots? You think they're like, huh, Jacoby, you think you're scoring this week? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it kind of, I don't know, <laughs> it kind of has to be at this point, you know, because I think they know because it almost seemed like when they get in the red zone, you see, um, you see Mac Jones like looking looking to Jacoby Myers and it's like and oh, everyone else there. on the team is like, I'm going to get open. This guy's not scoring. Oh, it's stupid. Okay. I have that. I have it. So beforehand the uh, NFL record with um, most, um, most receiving uh, or, or most receptions without a touchdown. It was 61. Do you want to know how many catches Jacoby Myers has without a touchdown? 126. I was going to guess 218, but wow. For That's yards. Embarrassing. Same guy, Bob Adams. The infamous Bob Adams, I guess. Or, or Bob Adams doesn't even sound like a doesn't even sound like a football player. No. Um, and and you know, no disrespect to him if he would. I don't. I no. don't know I, who Bob Adams he, is. He just sounds like he should be working in a law office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something. You know, Bob, Bob and Company. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Bob and Bob so, and firm. Re- <laughs> firm Bob. So <laughs> receiving yards. Bob Adams had the record seven hundred and thirty-two. You know how many Jacoby Myers has right now without a touchdown. Uh, yards, yeah, it's more <laughs> a, a thousand, uh, 1278 yards. No way, can we get this man a touchdown? Touch- we should start a GoFundMe. It, <laughs> get is insane. In the end zone. it, it has to be. Like they have to joke about it in practice where it's like, he'll catch one in practice. And like, someone's going to be like, Oh yeah, you catch him in practice. Can't do it in the yeah. game. huh?" He gets a touchdown in practice. Everyone just stops what they're doing and claps. I'm telling you if he, if when he scored, not if, well, maybe if, but when he scores <laughs> in Foxborough, I hope uh, his first time is in Foxborough. The crowd is going to is go one. bananas. I hope they actively look away from him in the red zone. Against uh, the Chargers, I don't want him to score his first touchdown. In no, LA. of course. No, no, no. no. I don't sad. even know. When did they come back home? I don't know. Whenever. Um, Two yeah, weeks. I don't. Yeah, I think it's against the Browns, right? Yeah, against yeah. the Browns. That's when he gets it. Two weeks, three weeks from now, put it down. Make your bets. Jacoby Myers first touchdown. That's what it's going to be. Um, oh my god! I don't know. Or, or maybe it will be this week. So, but yeah, I think <laughs> maybe to, it will be this to, week. I don't think it will. To bring it all back to the Chargers. Um, you have to win this game. It's not a must win, but it's a, it's a, it's like Very a, you kind of have to win. The way to do it, I think, is you have to run the ball and force the Chargers to run the ball. So yep. it's kind of running on. Took both the sides. words out of my mouth, literally word for word. You yeah. got to make Herbert uncomfortable when he does pass. You show him coverages that he's never seen before. He's still new to this league. There's has not even Second scratched year. the surface. Yeah. yeah. Hasn't scratched the surface of everything he's going to see in this league. So Bill's got to dig deep into that bag. I mean, disguise coverages. I mean, rollover blitzes, throw a rover in there, QB uh, spy, give him everything. Dude, they shut him down last year. Last year, they held oh, I him. Know. Do you know what was- his QBR was last year on a scale of one to 100? I know because I looked it up today. Uh, it's, it's 12. Seven. Oh my god! I was thinking the worst number I could think of. Seven. Seven. His. It was, his, it was forty-five. Nothing, right? His. Yeah. 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 Forty-five. Nothing. I don't know how you even get a get a, a QBR that low. I, I know he had two picks. Um. In in the Patriots didn't blitz him that much, which is you got to kind of do the same the same type of thing because the Pats I think are still top five in the league at getting pressure without blitzing. Um. But not only did he have a seven QBR. 
his lowest completion percentage of his career, I think, 49.1%. He only had wow. 209 yards passing. That's the second lowest in that season. I think that's the lowest he's ha- uh, the second lowest of his career as well. They sacked him three times and they picked him off twice. I know that the defense is a little different. They don't have Gilmore. I'm pretty sure Gilmore was playing in this game still. I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I believe he was. But the pass rush is still a little better. So I don't know. Like, I, I feel and, like. And we got Dante Hightower back. Like, we got so many Hightower, Judon's back. here. We all know Judon's here. Kyle Van Noy is oh, back. Jamie Collins is back. Maybe this is Jamie Collins' breakout game. I don't know. I know. I've been um, waiting for that, too. I need a pick. Yeah. Yeah. He had the, he had the one play um uh last week or the week no uh, in, in his before. first game yeah yeah but um but no i think see that's not, i feel like people forget that it's like they belichick shut him down um cam newton by the way in that 45 nothing game 69 yards that's it nice but 69 yards <laughs> nice 12 <laughs> Honestly, completions that, that's more impressive than if, if he threw for 500 it kind of is right it kind of is yeah but um <laughs> you, but think no. he, you think he had like 67 through a two-yard pass it was like i'm done yeah. just call yeah, he, runs yeah he was like, like that's it. i'm o- i'm only running the ball <laughs> nothing coach um, 69 rushing yards too i don't know i don't i yeah i, I don't know how they did that but still 45 nothing that was only a year <laughs> yeah. ago that was less than a calendar year, or, or, or that was only a year ago. So let's not act like Belichick still can't put up a good game plan. You know, he's done pretty well against the better offenses against the Cowboys, even though towards the end, it kind of got wild, but Cowboys against the Bucks, he did well. So, you know, let's not act like the Patriots don't have a chance here. Um, like I said, I think, and, you know, I don't even care if you want to call it bias. I mean, the, the name of the podcast is Tuck Rule Takes. I always say that. Yep. Don't come here if you don't want somewhat biased takes. If you're a Browns fan coming here, I am confused. There are – oh, yeah. But little PSA, I don't know if you've noticed. Do you see how many Browns fans are with Couch Guy Sports now? All of a sudden we have – because I know there was uh, Haley, and then all of a sudden we get another one. I don't know. We got we got these two guys now, and I think we just got There's another one from the them? U.K., from the UK. Yes, that was the one I was thinking of. So what well, there's I didn't four even Browns know the Browns now? football got out there. I don't know. It, I, it's not gonna be couch guys, it's gonna be like Cleveland guy sports now. Yeah, I didn't think that the Browns had four fans. I that's what I was gonna say. I was like, listen, I don't think that their fan base has hit double digits, like yeah. you know, like 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 the dog pound. Yeah. No. I don't think that I'm existed. so scared of the dog. Pound. I feel yeah, by the way, and we'll talk about this in two weeks. That game, the more and more I look at it. I'm feeling kind of confident about that game. Oh, extremely um, confident. I, but yeah, I, that that's two weeks away. We don't even need to touch on that. But yeah, I don't. Um, I, I just want to bring that up. Yeah, it's like we're getting overwhelmed with the Browns fans. Really I don't even weird. know if I want to have them on that week because I feel like I it's not like I'm not going to be as cordial as I was with our resident Cowboys fan. Like that was I wasn't even that cordial. That was different because I kind of I kind of respected the Cowboys like ability to beat us. I don't respect the Browns ability to beat us. No, not at all. (laughs) I don't respect anything about the Browns. And it's just going to be like, it would be unseemly if they got on. And I'm just like, I like them. I don't hate the Browns. Like, like, I don't hate them, but I'm also not like, like, unless unless they're super nice. Like if they're super nice, then maybe it'll be difficult. But if I have a Browns fan on this show being like, this is our house. I'm going to be like, dude, you won. 
you won one game out of 35 possible games in two years. Like that's every, how many house. quarterbacks have Got you the, had in the last uh, like 10 years? Yeah. It's like 32. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's calm down. Okay. Yeah, I like think deep like, it's buddy. just a quarterback. This isn't is your house. This is everyone's house. Yeah. yeah. Cleveland is where quarterbacks go to die. Like, yeah. let's just where call everything it what it goes is. to you know, die. I mean, look, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield went there and it's tearing him down. His shoulders hurt. His, oh. his, shoulders hurt i don't know he probably got other injuries i don't know um but no, that when i eventually get old and senile and i can tell my health is deteriorating i'm just gonna move to cleveland in like a one-bedroom apartment and just sit there till i die because that's just really it, what it'll Cleveland's good for. it'll just tear you yeah. down it'll it's like uh, do you ever have like a family dog that like got so sick toward the end that it like went outside and just died I de- oh yeah 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 they go outside and they go all the way because like they don't want to die in front of you it's like the yeah they don't want to bother you that's what I'm gonna do but I'm gonna go to Cleveland because no one's gonna look for me there oh, no God, we, yeah Cleveland. why would they fun fact I had a cat who had diabetes we had to give her a shot an insulin shot in her neck why why is I know that? yeah no it's a shock I don't know I, I was just thinking about it it was one of those things where like if you felt if you <laughs> felt like, her where does neck, that come from if you felt her neck, it felt like she had like track marks, like she was a junkie. You'd give her the oh. shots in her eyes. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see, but oh. her eyes would go like, and she, she'd love it. No, 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 no. There was a reason. Cause we were talking about animals, dogs, dying, cat, diabetes and all yeah, but like, the dots. Could, get, shooting your dog up with diabetes. Oh no, I didn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I, I could, oh. I always felt like I was going to, I don't know. Cause you had to like get her by the scruff. I, I, I couldn't do it. I don't mind shots, but I couldn't, I couldn't do that. But um, okay, enough That's about cats and vile. dogs dying. Please. Chargers game predictions. I think the Patriots are going to win to no shock of anybody. I think that for a couple of reasons, one, they have to, and we'll talk about that a little bit before we, before we sign off. Um, but I think it's not going to be a high scoring game. Ooh, it's going to be like a, yeah, it's going to be like a 23, 17, which I know some people might say that's high, but I think that final touchdown comes in towards like the end of the fourth quarter. So Patriots 23, Chargers 17. Um, and I do not think Jacoby Myers gets a touchdown. I don't either. That, no. Let's get that out of the way now. I don't think Jacoby's scoring, unfortunately. No. In fact, I'm starting to be convinced I don't think he's scoring ever, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> if I have to think of a final score here, I'm going 38-35. I think it's a shootout. I think oh. uh, even though the – both teams have good defense. The Patriots all around great defense. The Chargers have a pretty good pass defense. I just think people, they both teams find ways to put points on the board. The Patriots yeah. will run the ball a lot. They'll get a couple rushing tubs. Mack will have a couple passing tubs. And Justin Herbert, they're going to be on fire. After getting their ass kicked, they're going to be coming out hot. I think they should be. be. If they're worth yeah, anything, they, they should. should. If they are worth anything. And I believe that this team is a sneaky contender this year. So I think they do come out and they embrace the challenge and take on the Patriots. I think the Patriots win by three, but it could easily be flip-flopped. I just have to stick with the Pats. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously I think that we were both going to pick the Pats, yeah. uh, but, but I but really, again, I really do have confidence in the Pats. I really yeah, do that's think I they could and likely will win. In fact, I'm probably going to bet on them. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Cause I think the, I think how the Patriots win, the reason why I didn't want to go high scoring was because I think if the Pats do run it, the clock's going to keep running a lot. So I think that's what's going to happen. But yeah. either way, uh, you know, I, I could see it being a shootout, though. I could see it being a shootout. Yep. Like, it's like like one of those weird, like the Cowboys game, where it was like kind of yes. back and forth. And then it a was a lot like of touch broken coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was, which was bizarre. Yeah. But, um, but no, the reason why I think 
probably like my reason number one why the Patriots are going to beat the Chargers. The Patriots need this game. Let's just call it what it is. The next six games, I know you kind of uh, said something about it earlier. They have the Chargers, Panthers, Browns, Falcons, Titans, and Bills. So the first four games, all very winnable games. I think this is probably your toughest one because I don't think that this Sam Darnold and the Panthers uh, out of the first four, not the Titans oh, and the Bills. Oh, Those okay. are your two toughest. I think the reason why I think you need to win this game is because I don't think you're beating both the Titans and the Bills. No. In fact, it's one I or the think, other or neither. I think you're losing to the Bills because when you play the Bills, you're playing them in Buffalo. Yeah. So I think they're going to be ready to go. You play the Titans at home, though. So I think maybe, I don't know. And that's also maybe Jacoby scores in that game. Four or five weeks away. Maybe that's his two touchdown game. But, you know, I mean, we we don't know what you get six touchdowns in one game. We're like, oh my God. As he just makes up for it all. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's why I think they they have to beat the Chargers because one, the Chargers also right now are the sixth seed in the AFC. Yes. Browns are the seven seed. The Steelers are the eight seed, but that's just because they had a bye. Um, so they're three and three. Yeah, Patriots are three and four. four. They're in the nine seed. So if the Pats can beat the Chargers this week, the Browns and the Steelers play each other. And they're the they're the seven and the eight seed. So they're gonna kind of duke it out. Ideally, you want the Browns to lose because if that happens, I think I don't know how they'll do the seeding, but I think the Pats might jump to the seven seed there. I think. Cause they'll have the same record as the Browns, but I, but like I said, I don't know how they do the seating or whatever, but either way you have to win this game because of what's coming up. You play the Panthers. I know the Panthers have a good defense. It's probably going to be Stefan Gilmore's first game back. Cause I, I don't think he's going to, he, I don't, he hasn't been activated off the pup list yet. No, so I think that's going to be his first one. Yeah. I, I think like when they, I don't know why they haven't activated him yet, which is the alarming part. So, um, the Panthers, though, I don't – Sam Darnold seems to be coming back down to earth. You know, I'm not saying he's as horrible as he was with the Jets, no. but I don't see Sam Darnold beating beating a Bill Belichick defense. That's what it is. I could see History the Panthers – he's going to get smoked. That, that, yeah. I mean, ghosts. He's going to see ghosts. Um, then you have the Browns. Everybody knows how we feel about the Browns. I know that game might be a little tough at first, but it's at home. I think you beat them. Then you play the Falcons. Atlanta, the Falcons are broken since yep. you beat them in Dub the Super Bowl. City. A broken team. The Patriots own own the Falcons yeah. now. And that's indoors. That's a primetime game too, November 18th, 820. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a game where I think I think you see some some big I think that's probably Mac's best game. Um yeah. kudos to Robert Kraft too being the first owner <laughs> to be owning two teams, the Falcons and the Patriots. Well, I know, yeah. I know it's crazy. I got this man, he he just diversifies his portfolio, you know. Yep. That's what happens. You start <laughs> hanging out with Meek Mill and all of a sudden you start getting all these things. Yes, I know, yeah, yeah. I wonder if Meek Mill told him that, like, yo, buy the Falcons. Probably. And he's he's like, Okay, yeah, I guess I'll do it. I mean, I <laughs> how are their how are their massage parlors? Are they good? <laughs> um but after that game, so hopefully if you win these four games, all very winnable games in my eyes, I do think the Chargers one is the most difficult one because they're the best overall team. You win these games. Then you go against the Titans in the Bills. I don't know what these teams are going to look like when you get there, but the Titans have Derrick Henry and the Bills are really good. So you might drop both those games. Ideally, you want to split 
I mean, you, yeah. you want to win I think both. Best case is a split. Best Ideally, case. you want to win both. Yeah. Best case is a split. We'll likely lose both. <laughs> Probably. I, I think the only you might be able to beat the Titans because I think if you can even the Titans can't run the ball every play. I mean, I, like I, I guess they could, but they're not going to. So yeah. I, you just have to slow them down enough to where you can get ahead, and then just keep up with them, and then just always stay ahead. Or, yeah, keep a lead so that they constantly have to build back into the game because Derrick Henry can't rush them back into a no. game. They need nope. the time. They need to pass. Yep. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe if you get up and then you you turn the ball, you you pick off Tannehill or something, go up two scores. Yeah. I don't know. The Bills, though, dude, the Bill, the the only chance you have beaten the Bills are actually – it's funny. You play the Bills, the Colts, then the Bills. So you play the Bills uh, twice yeah. in three weeks. Oh, Jesus that might be the, the only time you can beat the bills the day after Christmas. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see there, but yeah, that's why bringing it all back to the Chargers game. That's why this game is so important. That's why I think the, the Patriots need this game more than the chargers. And if you have a focused Belichick, a focused game plan, a focused, you know, whole organization, Patriots can beat anybody. I think oh, you, you know, Bill's is. going all old man in the mountains, just sitting in his cave on his mm-hmm. computer, like Yoda. At all film possible. Yep. 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 Yeah. Multiple so, monitors. Oh, it's like in the, uh, it's like in that uh, Batman scene, like the dark Knight, where they got yes. all the, all the monitors everywhere. And then like <laughs> Matt Jones. Walks pay up attention and, to all those monitors. Oh, gonna, I, I don't know, but, but Bill Belichick is behind it. And he's like, you like what you see? Look at them all. <laughs> it's going to be something weird like that. But um. But yeah, so that's why I think this game, very, very important, crucial, critical, any other word you want to say other than must win, because you can still get to the playoffs and do what you want to do if you lose this game, but you just make it so much easier on yourself if you win. (laughs) And not just that, you also kind of send a message to the league where it's like, hey, I think the Chargers are what would I say they were the fifth, the sixth seed, uh, the sixth seed. Yeah. So if you if you can beat them, knock them down to four and three, you're four and four. I mean, like that what, shows people, the league like, hey, you thought very highly of the Chargers. You probably don't think so highly of them anymore. Yeah. Think oh, about yeah. the team that put them there. Yeah. You yeah, know, because then you start looking and then you're like, hey, you know, they fumble away a field goal away from I think I told you that they were they're a fumble and a field goal away from being five and two yes just I a mean, few unlucky bounces of the ball people start thinking that if you beat the Chargers so I don't know we'll see it's it's going to be a good game though regardless hey. uh, I think it has a, a sneaky possibility to be the best game of the weekend is that the 425 game 425. Yep. Yeah. Four or yeah. 405, 425, whatever the hell. Whatever. Same thing. The four o'clock slate, the second slate of games. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be good. I think if they, if the Patriots win the next episode of tuck rule takes is going to, to go off the, off the rails. If I were to use one word to describe it, boisterous, boisterous, chaotic, um, I don't know. Google synonyms for those words. Any <laughs> other any, synonyms any of those terms for excited? Any of those terms? Excited? Uh, yeah. Yep. Loud. Yeah. Loud. Obnoxious. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't really have anything else. I'm just. I'm just excited. I think the team. I think the team is finally putting it together at the right mm. time. Um, they they are one of the only teams in the league, the Patriots, that seem to be getting better each week steadily yeah. or, or, or improving, fixing holes, things like that. 
Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm happy. The offensive line, Trent Brown, I think can come back next week or the That's week right. after. Uh, I, I thought think. it was a Browns game. Is that what it is? Cause he was on the IR, which means he's gone for three weeks. So I think that, I think next week is his last week that he's on. Oh no. Then it probably would be last, next week. That he's would back. it be next week? Yeah. I don't know. Either way, he, he might not play though. Cause Bath. you know, if you know, don't, don't rush him back. I mean, yeah. they clearly haven't rushed him back. Um, he's been gone since what, like the second quarter of the first game. Um, but yeah, I think if the offensive line stands up, I don't think that the, um, not afraid of the chargers, um, pass rush, uh, their secondary is the only thing. The chargers should be afraid of our pass rush and they are going to give us multiple chances. I know Bill's going to try and force them to run the ball, but Mm -hmm. they're going to try and lean into what they do best, which is passing. Please Mike, tell me. How how does our boy Judon do next week? Because they're going to give him opportunities. They're going to, and they're only going to rush for. I don't. Does he have a sack? I don't think he had a sack he did, last. He didn't game, have right? a sack last game. No. I think he breaks. I think this is going to be one of the games where he shows why big. you signed him. You know, I don't. Even if he doesn't have a sack, I think he just comes up big. Multiple hits, multiple I, pressures. Yeah, yeah, multiple thing. thing. You know, like, like the first game against the Dolphins when he had yeah. that crippling hit that led to a pick. He didn't Things get a like sack that. in that game, but he yeah. had that hit that everyone knew that he caused that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, he smushed Tua. Like, oh my god, he took him to the smush room, Jersey yeah. Shore throwback, <laughs> and locked the door. There's a reason too is not playing good right now. He's still clueless. He forgets where he is coming home from the grocery. Doesn't even store know. He closes his eyes and sees those red sleeves coming. Out. <laughs> He's like, ah, wakes up in cold sweats in the middle of the night. Not again, man. <laughs> Shoot up. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think he had, I think he has a sack, um, because the chargers offensive line, by the way, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to pull up like the exact stats because it takes a while. They're very similar to the Patriots offensive line in yeah, terms of like giving up pressures, sacks, things like that. Um, they're, they're still a little better, obviously, but they're very, okay. very similar, but they're better. They, they're only one slot above the Pats in a lot of different categories. So, and you I need think more you than that after. to stop the man. Yeah. You, you got, <laughs> I don't you know. need more than that, little boy. Little boy. I'm psyched. I'm all so Matt Judon. Matt Judon's gonna have a good game. I think Judon yeah, has a good is. one. I think that Jamie Collins, um, Jamie Collins shows up again because he's kind of like you say, he's been MIA, MIA since his second snap. Um, uh, he 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 does well. I think the secondary. What's his name? Um, Sean Wade. Is that the guy that that? Yeah, uh, yep, they the got Ohio corner. People are saying, uh, what's his name? Jalen Mills was saying, I guess they practiced or um, they, they did whatever together. And he was like, yeah, he's good. I think the, he was drafted in what the second round first or second yeah, round. I think he, wasn't uh, he? third, I think third round. Okay. Whatever. Almost second round. Yeah. Um, so I think, I don't know. I think he's, I think he's going to play. I think he plays well. Um, McCordy's back. I guess McCordy's injury is done. Hightower yeah. is should be back. So this is actually the healthiest scary hours for uh, yeah. the Chargers offense right there. I, that's, I'm telling you, if the Pats can get pressure with only four, maybe oh, yeah. five people, the secondary is more than good enough to handle their own. If yeah. they got to, if this they got to cover a guy out. for three seconds at most, this could be bloody. It could, I kind of hope it is, you know, I hope it's yeah. like, I hope it's kind of a statement game where even if it ends up being closed, if the Pats win by two scores, whether that's 10, 13, 14, whatever it is, 
that's a huge win in my eyes. You beat yeah. a team that everybody says, like you even said, kind of a dark horse to make it to the Super Bowl, and you beat them by two scores relatively convincingly. Buddy, we, we're going to have a lot to talk about next week if that happens. Yeah. We're also going to have a lot to talk about if they lose. <laughs> yes. Oh, most definitely. But you, that is a fantastic point. Like, if they have an impactful win, like Herbert throws a couple picks, Judon turns Herbert into a sex doll, like the offense is really flowing <laughs> and we end up crushing it, I really think there could be a newfound respect for the Patriots next week from yeah. everyone outside of like Patriots fandom where other teams are like, Oh, not this mm-hmm. again, where they're just hand in their face. Like, no, please. I really thought we were done with the Patriots. Can we please stop talking about the Patriots? And then boom, they're right back on the map. Yep. Boom. Newfound An- respect. Another one newfound bites fear. the dust. Another yep. contender goes down in a hail of gunfire. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if they beat the Chargers, they're feeling good. They 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 win the next yep. four games going into the Titans game. After this, after these six games, the Patriots schedule, just really quick before we get out, not difficult. You get the Colts. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're, I'm not sold on them anymore. Um, you get the, you get the bills again. That's your toughest game. Then you get Dumb. the Jags and the dolphins to end the, to end the season. So such a win, such a win. If you can just, if you can go four and two at worst in this stretch, you set yourself up pretty, pretty well, pretty, yep. pretty well. You're looking at an definitely. 11 and six season. I I'm still, I'm still, holding steadfast with my prediction 12 and five. I know that they can only lose one more game. Um, yep. But that was my prediction before the year. That's what I'm sticking with. Um, I, I can only have them win two more games for mine to be correct. So, uh, yeah, well, well, we're both kind of screwed, but yeah, we are. I don't know. We'll see what happens though. All I know, this is going to be a really good game. Uh, watch it. Get pumped. Pats fans, do not worry. This is not the doom and gloom game. Everybody thinks Belichick has handled Herbert before. The Chargers cannot handle the run at all. Um, I'm ready to go. I want this game to happen now. Yeah, I, I want know. this game to happen now. So I'm lactating. I got. No, I have. On that note, I have <laughs> nothing else to say. Liam, do you have any uh, any any parting words other than you're lactating? <laughs> Uh, Pats by a million, baby. I need that virtuoso game from Mac Jones ASAP. Oh, God, you in this virtuoso, virtuoso. game. I hope he does it this week to shut you up. I, That's I hope I he hope. does. Please, guess I, what? I want to stop talking too. I hate if he puts up 300 yards and two touchdowns, I come in here next week. Come in here like we're meeting in an office. Come in here and you're like, <laughs> I'm not sold. I'm flying to Massachusetts and I'm shoving yeah. Mac Jones down your throat. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I got to do to get you to Massachusetts, huh? All right. No virtuoso game next week either. Son of a bitch. All right, guys, for uh, for Liam McDade, Mike Sullivan, this was Tuck Rule Takes. Uh, go Pats. Pats by a billion, like you said. Jacoby Myers, hashtag get Myers a touchdown. <laughs> hashtag free Myers. Hashtag, hashtag free Myers. That's it. All right, we out. Sweet feet. Sweet feet.